Good morning, or close to it. Um, recently, just had a conversation with uh, with Kenny over the phone. And I was explaining something I had read in Iowa case law not too long ago, and I, I thought it was interesting. And one of the factors Iowa took into consideration when they're analyzing consent, whether it be voluntary, uh, and that's the one of three things that we're looking at when we talk about consent. Usually, it's voluntarily, intelligently, and knowingly given. But the voluntariness is the one thing that they're commonly going to try to attack and approach. And I'm constantly thinking about, okay, what are some steps we can take to take away from the defense's ability to have litigation or argumentative factors when they're trying to challenge whether consent was voluntary or not? That's really the number one thing when it comes to consent that everybody is shooting for in a defense. Was it voluntary? Did they feel pressured? Did they feel coerced? And depending on your state, the courtrooms that you're in, you're going to have different conclusions Right. Some counties in New Jersey are very liberal. Some are very conservative. So you're going to have different rulings in different counties. It isn't it a fair and impartial justice system. Just not. And there's no, uh, you know, there's no fixing that right now. So what we can do is take steps and measures to ensure that when a defense reads a report or watches a video, we're removing the ability for them to have something to challenge. That's the name of the game, right? We want to make these cases locked up, secure, and tight. So here's a good, a good tactic tip for me to pass on to you. When I was reading some Ohio, Iowa case law, they talked about somebody being advised whether or not they were going to receive a summons prior to consent was a factor that they would consider. And the argument would be, well, my client gave you consent because he thought he was going to get a ticket. And if you didn't tell him he wasn't going to get a ticket, he thought, well, uh, if I don't consent to this search, this cop's going to write me a ticket for the offense I've been pulled over for. And that was coercive. And that's the argument. That's the argument. And the courts agreed with it. And I'm not saying that I agree with it or it's even a necessary step, but it could not hurt. It could not hurt for you to say to somebody before receiving consent to search in a motor vehicle setting, hey, uh, I would like to get consent to search your vehicle. But before that saying, look, I have no, you know, I mean, I used to say this. I have no intention of writing summonses tonight. That's not the goal. The reason I used to say that is because if I did find something, they would get the summonses later on back at headquarters during processing. So I don't want to tell people like, look, I'm not going to give you a ticket because then I would give them a ticket. I don't want to seem like uh, I didn't play a role of dishonesty. So I would let people know, look, I have no intention of giving summonses this evening. You know what I'm saying? Like, But you can't say, if I, find, if I don't find anything in the car, you're not getting a ticket. You can't say things like that. But if you're allowed to write a written warning, then go with that right away. Hey, man, listen, I'm not going to give you a ticket. Uh, I'm going to give you a written warning, but let me go through this with you for a second. Taking that that argument away from the defense is just one step further to a very, very strong voluntary consent. It does not give them something to challenge. So advise people. If you're going for a consent game, advise people prior to that. Hey, by the way, you're only getting issued a warning. Unless you have a mandatory rule where you have to write the summons, Whatever it may be, I, I wouldn't get into that, you know, but make sure they know whether or not they're getting a summons and or even say, hey, you know what? The fact that you're getting a summons or not getting a summons is not dependent on your voluntariness to consent to the search of this vehicle. It, it by no means has any impact on my decision to issue you a summons or not issue you a summons. Be very clear with that. That's what we want 
to achieve there. And there's a lot of things that they'll take into consideration uh, regarding consent, but that's one thing that just happened to pop up in a conversation. I said, that's, that's good to pass on. So establish that right away. You know, establish that. You'll see that in videos from Pardazi's group, and uh, you'll see it in a lot of people's videos. Oh, yeah, you know, like Kenny. No, just a warning, no points, no fine. You know, the Kenny, the Kenny line. And it's done for a reason. It is, people are given warnings for a reason. It stops that 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 last argument from a defense of, well, we'll... Anyway, hopefully found some value. I think it's really, really important to go out and exercise it. I have a lot of thoughts on things and how to fix stuff to ensure that our cases are rock solid, right? And don't think that this kind of work doesn't apply to you because even when you are somebody who's going to continue to go out and act in a, in a police function, I don't care who you are, you're going to write, write tickets, uh, you're going to do whatever you want to do, you are going to run into situations where you're going to need to know what the fuck you're supposed to do. And when you don't practice or you have no experience in that and you've been on the job a while, it's very hard to stop uh, an embarrassment from occurring because you don't know what to do because you're writing this kind of training off. It has nothing to do with I'm this guy or that guy. You're a cop. You're going to take legal, lawful actions at times. You're going to have to know what the law says and how to behave and how to act. I always found it comical when you get the guy who did nothing and they got promoted and then all of a sudden had to dictate what had to be done but had no fucking clue because the past 11 years hasn't done a goddamn thing as a cop. Or like typically the traffic guy who wrote a shitload of tickets now has to supervise people who actually go out and make drug arrests and, and you know interdict things. And they don't know what they're doing because they've never practiced it because it's all part of police work. I don't care if you're the traffic guy. You're going to have to know this shit because you're going to run into it because you're going to stop a car at speeding. And you're going to run into something you didn't anticipate on getting. You don't look for that stuff, but eventually it's going to call. It's going to fall in your lap. I don't care if you're going to go out and write tickets for bullshit all day. Essentially, you're going to stop a car. You're going to smell weed, or you're going to have something thrown in your face. Plain view. You're going to get a gun. You're going to get this. You're going to have to call for a dog, and you're not going to know what to do. So pay attention to what goes on in this group, and don't cast off the the training that we're giving you, the education that we're giving you here. That's what kind of work we do. It doesn't matter. It's the kind of work that everybody does. You're going to have to do it eventually. So stop pretending like this doesn't apply to you because it does.